Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. We have with us guests, Writers Against the Storm. Today we're going to be talking about music and activism. It's a continuing series with us. Uh, past guests included Mobley as well as Jackie Vinson. And we're really, we're really happy to have us today, the, the duo, the famed duo of Writers Against the Storm, Kidata and Chaka. Welcome to the show. So I want to get started uh, first. How are y'all doing with the last several uh, pick your pick your <laughs> pick your week of, of uh, issues with you know of, uh, everything else? Just, but is life good? Are y'all I mean level and? Uh, I don't know how level we are. I think we're Right for those for the uh, the uninitiated, by the way, who are writers? Who are who are writers against the storm? That's a loaded question. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, top three bullet points on that, and that's, I, I frame it this way too because I know y'all have been in, in Austin now for I mean over a decade, um, and maybe how the how the journey started or how it, you know was it how it how it started versus how it's now or it's evolved as as life does, right? So maybe we can talk about, let's start with that. I mean, maybe it's the, the highlight of who y'all were when you came here and what's going on now. I mean, it's work that, you know, Kidada and Mashak, we've, we've worked on different uh, groups together, so I'm aware of it. But let's talk about that. Just, we came here uh, and your view of Austin and where you came from, and then what's going on now with, with Riders of the Storm, because I know it's evolved. I mean, um, we came here um, right before 2010, like at the end of 2009. Um, before coming here, um, heavily involved in the community in Providence, specifically in South Providence, but all over Providence, um, organizing myself around issues of police brutality, um, living wages, prison reform, um, you name it, uh, things that are affecting the community. Um, and also was a high school teacher and I ran a nonprofit arts organization. So it was very rooted, um, I think both of us, for sure, uh, myself personally, um, as well, just um, in the community. And so that was the focal point for the first, you know, before we moved here. I'm saying we, because I think Key's just a little bit different. I can speak for myself. I know she was, you know, very similar, but she has her own experience. But, you know, um, we were both definitely in, in, involved in the community. I think we could both say that we put the community like before art. Um, to an extent, you know, and I think that was more me than her, but I think, you know, we both were in that kind of situation and we weren't completely focused on, on art, on music. We weren't doing that. And, um, you know, we came down to Austin to do that. Um, you know, uh, our name Riders Against the Storm comes from a song, um, 
from Sweet Honey and the Rock. They're all female acapella group, all black female acapella group. And they sang, you know, freedom songs and um, songs to uplift their community. And the song uh, that we took our name from is called Ella Song. And it's, a, it's they took lyrics from Ella Baker, one of Ella Baker's speech, speeches. And it talks about passing the torch to the young who will run against the storm. And you know, our, you know, my, my parents met at a, a urban league conference, like, you know, they were involved in civil rights um, activism. And so, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're the young that's getting the pat the torch passed to us. Right. And so it's going to be our job to pass the torch when it's our time, but you know, it's, it's a, um, it's a serious position that we held and we felt like, uh, you know, we were taking that on through taking that name. And so we came down here with that, that energy um and also the focus on just being musicians full-time mm -hmm. and, and then I, mean, I know like uh within a, within a few years moving here y'all were you know feeling the love from the city at least the community I mean, at least from the music community i saw y'all the one consecutively uh 2014 15 and 16 best hip-hop act by, by the austin chronicles awards and um you know i i, I think i'd heard about y'all just from other friends from the, more of the live events y'all put on Mm -hmm. yeah. pre-covid pre and everything else right and it was a it was a it was a body rock yeah yeah, yeah. i never made to one i didn't but i i got in some advice so i'll make that i'll make that in the 2022 list or whatever y'all uh yeah uh, yeah you're gonna have to get yourself to one because it's a live <laughs> event and it's it speaks to our um our general ethos you know just about you know our training speaking you know kind of bridging where we were to coming here to Austin. our training was from uh, storytellers, professional storytellers that held folkloric stories and traditional stories from pretty much the Caribbean and Africa, West Africa, South Africa. Um, and uh, we're responsible for passing these stories on, you know, different creation stories um, and, and different cultural stories, stories with principles and values, etc. And so um that was really our, one one of our is our one of our main foundations it's like well how do we how do how did we in our own way design some sort of some sort of gathering like the storytellers did they would gather and then also you know have everyone kind of like sit with under this one uh vibration under this one happening and still be able to maintain and individuate themselves you know, um, and, and respect the fact that you're, you're a liver, you don't have to try to be a nostril, but this whole thing needs to happen in concert for this corporal, corporal energy to, to, to be able to walk and breathe and move and, and be healthy. Sure. So um, body rock is that, even though it may not look like that, it may feel like just like a, a really incredible dance party. The training that we got is what allows it to feel like any, uh, unlike any other space, any other dance party that you've been to, any other dance party that you attend in Austin, for sure. Yeah, I look forward to getting those back going on, hopefully sooner than later, but by 2022, fingers crossed is the plan. Um, and, you know, let's, let's, let's skip ahead then. So over the course of the decade, obviously the city's changed, particularly though, we look at this last year in 2020 and so beyond you know, the cloud of COVID still is over us, just the amount of um, the, the things that we, you know, we, in at least Black community is well aware of that we're always going on, right? But they came to a, a boil, you know, even a boil, like blew up this last summer, or it was last year, rather. And, you know, I, I think every, every sector, you know, definitely the music community in Austin, I saw a lot of folks who, I think because of other things slowed down, we're able to focus more energies on the activism. And Chuck, I think you, someone who, when you were 
vice chair of the music commission. I started reading more about some of the things you were vocal about on there, and now I was serving as chair. So maybe we can skip ahead, talk about some of, some of those, and just what what those things were. The you know the demands. I think they were ultimately passed by the music commission. Yeah, well, um, I think you're right. I think a lot of even people of color started to become active in this last little corridor. Um, me myself, again, like coming down with the energy of. Uh, the background that I came from, I've, I've been vocal in the Austin Music Committee from day one, um, and you know have that's been a positive and a negative. It's 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 helped us and it's hurt us in certain ways. You know, uh, it had a, a a quote unquote leader in Austin Music tell me that I would I'll have more opportunity if I didn't talk about the things that I talked about in 2016. Um, you know, and there, there's definitely been. Um, a lot of resistance to uh, the energy that I was putting forth or the things I was vocalizing. But I think now in 2020, it's it's like people can't, there's, there's nowhere to run now. You know, everybody has to face, you know, these issues. And so, um, you know, I got asked to be a part of the music uh, commission in 2019 by uh, Natasha Harper Madison. And, you know, it just kind of brought the same things that I've been talking about everywhere else, you know, there. And, you know, I've seen, um, some 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 change some things happen at least at least on paper we have some some uh historic recommendations that are going to be uh voted on by city council this year um regarding equity and uh you know excited about those things because you know they're overdue they're really overdue and as we saw or you might have saw last week last thursday council uh, passed that historic resolution um amongst other, amongst other things it was uh Formally, formally apologizing for just a lot of that, a lot of the policies that have been in place since the 1920 master plan. And I, mean, I haven't read into the resolution fully, but you know, just it's it was pretty unprecedented for the city to do. And I think definitely ties into a lot of the work you uh, you and Keon are, are doing. He talked about too. This is something I saw. We I think we first connected on this directly, Shaka, but the diversity and wellness action uh, fund. Yeah. Um, so I see you got Mobley in the, in the back there. Uh, he's been a big supporter of Dawa. Um, you know, shout out Mobley. Dawa, prior guest, episode one thirty one. Okay, yeah, I know. You, I heard you mention his name, but uh, he's he's been he's been uh, really supportive of Dawa from from the beginning, and, and you know that's been an important aspect of of our fundraising is is just having people kind of get in where they fit in and help out. But I basically started. Uh, Dawa in 2019 on my birthday, um, after having a friend have a, a, a nervous breakdown, um, uh, like a third, second or third one, uh, where he was hospitalized and going through our own experiences with, uh, you know, mental health uh, issues um, due to financial crisis and, and, and things of that nature. And um, just feeling like there needs to be some, some organization that is just uh, offering support, financial support, not not a program, not a you know class, no, like money, like you know I'm I'm in a, I'm in a disaster right now financially. I need a little bit of help, and so we've been in that position ourselves, and had people you know help us out in that way, give us a couple hundred bucks or or fill our gas tank or fill our refrigerator. Um, you know, there's a time where we we were here where we were on food stamps and we got cut off of food stamps, and um, you know simply because of our commitment to, you know, doing music and, and, and letting that be what, what we do. Um, when you, when you make that commitment, um, no matter how talented you are, 
you know, if you don't have the resources, it's it's a super, it's very challenging. Um, and a city like Austin, especially with the rent prices going up and everything going up, it's it's very challenging. So, um, you know, I wanted to basically create a fund where artists, musicians, uh, people of color that are uh, social workers, uh, healthcare providers, people that give in our community that are, are actually passionate about helping people. I wanted them to have a place where they could go and, you know, if they needed help to apply for money and it could be easy and, uh, you know, pretty much painless. And so that's what DAWA is in a nutshell. We've given out um, almost $100,000 um, at this point. And we, uh, we gave out $32,000 during, uh, during the disaster, mm-hmm. literally through my phone. <laughs> I can say I, I, <laughs> I gave it out. I raised $32,000 and I, and I sent $32,000 through Venmo and, and, and uh, Cash App. Got you. We'll, we'll put information about that in the show notes as well for folks who want to learn more about it and um, you're having your y'all's contacts as well. Um, get back to music. I know y'all had a re- recently had an album, an album that was released, uh, Flowers for the Living. And Mickey Dada, you can talk about that. I was, I was jamming this one a bit on your SoundCloud account uh, over the weekend, but just love the vibe. Uh, at least the Flowers for the Living sound, that the single just feels like summer, <laughs> but in all the positive ways. I'm looking forward to did all that, but can you talk about the album, um, you know, and we'll put information where people can find in the notes, but just inspiration for, for that single. Um, we're gonna have one of your other tracks, I know, in the, uh, it's me running with the show and the intro and the outro. But yeah, let me just talk about your, you know, what the inspiration is for this uh, studio album. I know it, yeah, this is probably one of, one of the few that y'all put out over the years. Um, but Yeah, uh, well, you know, we've been together for some time making music and uh, this is actually our fifth release. Um, and, uh, but that, that's, that's spanning over some, some years. Uh, so the, the, the thing about uh, being able to release music is it needs backing, you know? Um, so oftentimes uh, when we're uh, seeking to create, we had to first kind of situate ourselves financially uh, and then create excess to be able to produce uh, a piece of work. And like Shaka was saying, that can be really difficult when you know, you're the one creating that excess when you're the one that has to back it um, and it takes a particular strategic mind and sometimes the creative process doesn't have time to really flourish. But once you do and you have the access and you have the excess and you have the, the backing necessary, even if you're the one producing it yourself, it gives you a level playing ground. And I think also it kind of speaks to why Shaka has produced Dawa also. It's just like when you can, when you can situate and have time to think and have time to you know, let things ruminate, then you're able to produce these ideas and let the world live in them. And so like, that's part of what this record is about. It's a, it's a statement to our commitment to being alive and to being really strong and potent in our ability to feel alive and to share that with people. It's like, well, you know, like let's celebrate being alive. Let's celebrate the opportunity it is to look at each other and share with each other the bounty that life actually is and how fun it is and how exciting it is. I think it's culmination of years and years and years of something like Body Rock and years and years and years of performing and seeing people feel like they received something transformative. They received something that lifted them up. Um, and, you know, we, at Body Rock, I mean, it's a great party, but it really it's medicinal. You know, our shows, our, our, our live performances are medicinal. Um, people literally come and they're like, 
they, they'll tell us like, I have this dark feeling over my heart and I don't know what happened, but it just seemed to evaporate after being able to watch your show and thank you so much. And they come in tears. It's like, I really just couldn't lift it off. Um, or someone at Body Rock will come and be like, I, I didn't know I needed this. Like my son was shot several weeks ago and I didn't even know how to process those emotions and something here let me unearth it. Let me, you know, take the cap off. So years and years and years of that allowed us to produce the work where we could kind of bring those those stories, maybe not literally, but bring bring the essence of those stories into the work mm-hmm. and and produce that for folks um, kind of as our particular platform. Um, all of our elders and, and all of our uh, mentors have always been about everlasting life, you know. That's what the word says, but that's how it kind of plays out in a lot of different things. You know, there's a um, there's a, a, a an author and philosopher that says that there is no opposite to life. Like sometimes people think life is the opposite of death, but there really is no opposite to life. Birth is the opposite of death. Life contains it all. Um, so let's be here for that, you know. Um, and Shaka was really into um, house music for some time. Um, and he can talk, tell you a little bit about that, but he had this chorus in his mind, Flowers for the Living, um, for some time, I don't know, maybe like a year or so. Um, and he just felt like we had to get it out. We had to get it out. And so it, it was the stepping stone to birth the project. Good. And where, I mean, just are y'all, do y'all have any events going on this year or the next uh, few months? Um, I know virtual, I mean, virtual is kind of a big thing. Uh, obviously now the last last several months it has been, um, but do you have any virtual tours or anything where people can access your music besides I mean, this the platforms you're on, but any pseudo live events coming out that are that are virtual or you know broadcast live or live streamed? Um, we don't have anything planned uh, as of right now. Um, we're probably gonna do another event. We did uh, put together an event last August called Black Everything Matters. Um, that, probably gonna queue that up in August, um, it looks like. Um, but, you know, just tell them to, you know, stay tuned to our uh, Facebook page and our Instagram. And that's where we, you know, make most of our announcements and stuff like that. And anything could happen the way, the way thing, the way 2021's going, like anything could happen. Uh, so <laughs> I would say that's the motto of this year, just what uh, expect the unexpected for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, we appreciate them like, you know, following us on Instagram, following us on uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that. And, uh, you know, They'll, they'll, they can keep up, keep up with that, us that way for sure. Again, we'll have all we'll have links to all your your platforms in the show notes. So I want to thank Kidada and Shaka for coming on the show. They are Riders Against the Storm. Check out their music uh, at you know, on streaming platforms everywhere. Take care. Please. Yeah, you just gotta believe yourself. Mr. Simmons, man. Damn you in that no, shape? He made you believe. He made you feel something. Made no, you sweat. That's right. You know what I'm saying? No matter who you are. What you look like. You know what I mean? Get in the gym. Let's clean it up. 21. Grease your legs just like he did too. Just like Richard did. Get your legs. Get your wristband. Flowers.